0: Today on the podcast, I have a lovely lady by the name of Anna Marie Diaz. And she has a really interesting website called thefinancialflautist.com or flutist.com maybe would be more accurate. Thefinancialflutist.com. Now, the link will be in the show description for you to click through after you've listened to this interview. On this podcast, I have seen that many times artists are lacking in their thinking about money and how to manage money and as we've seen over the pandemic a lot of artists unfortunately had great challenges in this area but Anne-Marie you're here today and by the way very welcome to the podcast you're here today to really talk about artists and their financial lives in particular and it's great to have you on Now, I'm just going to read out a a few questions here and you say this on the front page of your website. Are you unsure how to structure your finances with irregular and inconsistent income? Worried you'll be in debt forever, living paycheck to paycheck, mentally budgeting whenever gig income hits your bank account, and worried you'll never be able to retire? They are hot topics. So Anna-Marie, how did this all start? Why were you motivated to create this website and offer this service of helping people to financially plan?
1: Yeah, well, first off, thank you for having me. Um, All of those questions that you just read on my website are questions that I thought um, and and felt very strongly um, a few years ago before I got into this. And How I sort of ended up here was I graduated with my master's, um, and after that, I was called a professional flutist, so here I am entering my music career, and I realized, this was in the middle of the pandemic, I realized that I can play the flute very well i can teach the flute very well um but i don't know how to live as a musician i don't know how to make rent as a musician i don't know how to structure my finances as a musician and i don't know how to retire and things like that and yeah. this was happening at a time in my life where i was starting to really think about the future i was starting to think about getting married and maybe one day owning a home or having children. And you can't do any of those things if you are living paycheck to paycheck, mm-hmm. or you don't know how to pay rent and, and things like that. And so I told myself, if I want to do this, if I want to be a musician, and I want to have all of these other things in my life, I have to figure out my finances. Um, And it, I spent about Um, a few months self-educating myself through podcasts and books like that and then I decided to start the process of becoming a personal financial counselor taking courses like that and I'm actively getting experience hours so I can become certified um, Mm -hmm. and and really
0: just help musicians. And have you worked with many musicians to date and what has been your experience with that sector if you will? Yeah, I have worked
1: with um, with multiple musicians, and I've gone and spoken at a few universities here in the United States. Um, my experience is that so many musicians feel this exact way about money. They it is so wonderful that we have so many musicians that that want to make music and bring music into our world. But there is this whole other idea amongst musicians where it's like, but I'm never going to be able to be financially stable. I, I love doing music, but you know the money is just never going to be there. And that's with all of the musicians that I work with. Um, and what I found is that we just don't know how to manage our money. And even if we read the books and listen to the podcast, it's always geared towards people with stable income who work nine to five jobs. So it's very hard to transfer that information over to somebody that has irregular income. Um And so by sitting down with musicians and talking to them and kind of explaining this process of how we can start managing our money better, it's like their eyes get wide and suddenly
0: they can see a
1: future that they didn't quite see before.
0: And what do you think is the biggest lack of knowledge that musicians have when it comes to managing money? Is it that they can't budget or they ha- they don't have a plan that they stick to? You know, what's the biggest faux pas? That's, that's a great question. I think
1: I think, first off, that many individuals, musician or not, are bad at budgeting. It's not that musicians are bad with money. I think overall, the majority oh, I, of I agree with you. are <laughs> yeah. bad with money. Yeah. Yeah. I think musicians um, get the short end of the stick because our money is irregular. So that adds a whole other level of complication to trying to manage our money. And then on top of that, this is something that is not discussed at all within um, our music education system. And so it's just, it's not even a thought, it's not even a mention when we're going through school and then suddenly we get hit with these bills and, and all of these financial obstacles when we graduate that it just becomes so overwhelming and something that like, well, Everybody told me money was going to be hard. So I guess this is just what I have to live with. That that sort of mentality.
0: And of course, you have parents then saying to their children, don't go into the arts performing because look at what just what happened in the COVID (laughs) pandemic. You're screwed. Yeah. So, you know, that kind of conversation. How often do I hear it? Um, What would be the top three things that you would advise a musician starting out in terms of managing their money? How would you start there with someone? So the first thing that I
1: have any musician I work with do is look at what they spend in a month. And 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 I mean, that's that's a normal thing for anybody trying to get their their finances under control. But just look at how much you spend. You know, how much are you paying in your living costs like rent and utilities? How much are you spending on other things? Um, maybe like eating out or things like that or like Streaming platforms, just get a really good idea of how much you're spending because that'll tell you a lot of information. The second thing I have them do is go back a full year and look at how much money they brought in because we have to, we have to take more information in. We have to, I call this collecting our data. We have to yeah. get more um Numbers because our income is irregular. So, if we only look at what you brought in over the past two months, that might not be accurate depending on the time of year. So, we want to go back a full year and see what you brought in. And that's going to give you a really good idea of, okay, on a month to month basis, what are you typically bringing in and things like that. So, first is looking at your spending. The second thing is going back a full year looking at what you brought in and then the third is going to is going to be looking at the months where you had the most income versus the months where you had the least amount of income and seeing if we can try and move some of that money where you made the from the months that you made the most and sort of spreading it out over the year so maybe you make the most money towards the holidays because you have a lot of gigs that doesn't Mean you should necessarily spend all of that money in the month. We want to try and spread it out over the next year, so you can create some consistent income. Yeah, throughout the, the next. 12 so it's months.
0: really budgeting ahead, looking ahead, and understanding what you did in the past and mm-hmm. make some changes. What kind of services do you offer? I see that you've a. I think you've got three services on your website. You've got one-on-one coaching. You speak at different events and so on on this topic, and it is a hot topic, um, because. How many people do you hear talking about money and the arts in the one conversation? Um, And you have a music money workshop as well. So I suppose we'll start at the music money workshop first. What is in that?
1: Yeah, so this is something that um, I'm actually just launching in 2023. I'm so excited about it. And it is a monthly 90-minute workshop where we dive into different financial topics each month. So this first month, we're going to start with just the basics of just trying to start creating your money plan. And so you understand how to look at your spending. You understand how to look at your income. Um, But each month, we'll dive into a different financial topic. And the great thing about this workshop is I've created it to be so accessible for musicians um it's you'll you'll get access to the workshop you'll get access to the music money community to ask questions each workshop um i will answer any question you have live so it doesn't matter if it's on the topic or it's something completely financially related i'll answer your questions Um, And I think this is going to be a really great thing for musicians to get the answers they need and, Mm. and understand their money better.
0: I would also say to have that call one time a month is a sense of accountability because how often do people receive this type of information? They'll say, Oh, I'll follow up on it and I'll do it. And they might do it for a couple of months and then they kind of slip away and they forget about it. So I think this type of a membership sounds really good for accountability And do you have a Facebook group where people interact together, you know, and keep each other on track and talk about these topics?
1: Yes. So it's the community is going to be based on Slack. Uh, Mm -hmm. which is which is another community based app where people can get to know each other they can ask each other questions um, they can ask me questions and they'll have access to just different
0: information as well perfect perfect now you do one-on-one coaching which we kind of covered a little bit earlier on but can you just give us more detail as to how that actually pans out and how long is that coaching session
1: yeah, so usually when a musician comes to me and wants to work with me, we will sit down for roughly an hour to 90 minutes and sort of just create an entire financial plan right then and there. We can sit down and look at their spending, their income, and map it all out. And I and I do that so they can get the most out of one coaching session rather than trying to schedule multiple, right? We want to get we want to get as most information um, in our 60 to 90 minute call. Um, at one time. And from there, we have action steps that they can take. um, If they're trying to work towards something, they can schedule follow-up calls if they want to. But many times, if, if a musician comes to me and we can sit down for 60 to 90 minutes and just sort of explain the numbers and what they need to do, they feel so much more confident. Right. I
0: think it's just somebody holding that space as well and to actually just lead the conversation. So do you go into topics as deep as maybe planning future investments outside of music? So I know that some financial planners will invest in property and rentals and so on Mm -hmm. to grow their monetary value as time goes on. Do you go as deep as that?
1: That's a great question. So I talk about um, certainly retirement plans and like what you can invest in there. And I can talk about um, like brokerage accounts. If you want to invest your money within the stock market, I don't tell you what you should and should not invest in. I give you the education to give you the pros and cons of everything. But ultimately, it's your choice what you want to do with your money. I'm not qualified to do that. Um, And I don't necessarily talk about like investing in property or anything like that purely because I don't have any experience with that.
0: Okay. Okay. Now question. Um, I think really that, I could talk about your musical history, but we won't go there because I want to really just focus on this money issue, which is at the top of everybody's minds, usually at this time of the year after the festive season. And it's a great time to get started, start budgeting, start thinking in a very structured, planned way about the future. Where can people reach out to you? Yeah. So you can
1: find me on Instagram, TikTok, or Facebook at The Financial Flutist. Um, my website is a great way to get in contact with me, thefinancialflutist.com, or send me an email. Uh, my email address is financialflutist at gmail.com. I want to talk to musicians. I want to help musicians. So please, please reach out to me. I, I love talking to musicians. And
0: what kind of changes have you seen with people that you've worked with? So I can imagine somebody comes to you and their finances might be a bit mm-hmm. not too good. And then you come in and you kind of structure their thinking surrounding money. They put the plan together and then they go ahead and you might meet them begin in the future. What kind of changes have you seen and how has it changed lives?
1: Yeah. The best way I can describe it is that they are just breathing a little bit easier They, they Mm. feel a relief in stress. They realize that this career field can be sustainable, even though it's like your money is this great big mystery. They realize that it doesn't have to be. And often any musician I've worked with, and I look at their finances, they are not in a horrible financial state. We, Mm. they just don't know how to look at the numbers, you know? And so, and so it's just giving them a nice outline and their eyes light up and they're like. Oh, my gosh. Great. I didn't see that before. Yeah, I can continue to be a musician. Great. This is wonderful.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's very heartening because, you know, I've often heard the sentence, you know, people perish for the lack of knowledge, uh, uh, Mm a line out of the Bible or whatever. But there's a lot of truth to it. If you don't have the knowledge, you can not succeed in the same way that somebody else who has the knowledge can succeed. Yeah. And it's it's about self-education and financial education. So. Um, just a few questions to complete the interview, a few questions. Um, what has created the most impact in your life? To say that you're a professional flutist coming to this point now, doing this financial work and all of that. What has created the most impact in your life through all that journey?
1: Oh, that's that's a great question. Um, I think what's created the most impact is... You know, when when I was a younger musician, I I knew I wanted to do something impactful, but I wasn't sure how to do that. And being able to wake up every day and help this community that I love so much has really given me purpose to even playing my instrument more. Um, It's given me purpose as a musician. I'm not just another flute player. And if you do just play your instrument, you're doing amazing things. But, but for me, you know, I, I'm able to wake up every day and know that I'm making an impact in this community that has already given me so much to my life. And, and it, and it has been a really great
0: experience. And it's so wonderful to see positive change in people's lives, isn't it? It's wonderful to see that. Yes. And what is the best tool that you use to you, you know that you use every day. You know if you're managing your finances for one, or it could be a musical tool. What's the best tool that you use every day?
1: That's a good question. Um, so something that has helped me a lot is this is a tool that I created, <laughs> but but um, I I'm gonna call it like a very financial heavy term and it's going to sound scary but it's called a profit and loss sheet and what it does it's just a way for me to look at my teaching and gigging income Mm -hmm. on a monthly and yearly basis so i started using this um somewhere in the middle of last year and i was able to see monthly how much i bring in and thus predict how much i was going to make in the full year and it was just Mm -hmm. a really great way for me to look at my numbers Um, for the whole thing. Now there's a couple ways you can do this. Um, I believe there's a free download of this template that I use on my website. There's also free accounting websites like waveapp.com that is a free bookkeeping website that can do the same thing. If you're a private music teacher um, and you use something like Duet Partner or My Music Staff, you can run these sorts of reports that will do the same thing. Mm -hmm. And if you're able just to look at how much money you're bringing in and getting familiar with those numbers, you'll start to feel better. I promise you'll start to. Oh, it's it's
0: confidence building. You know, I mean, people complain about doing accounts, but actually, the doing of them is fine once you get into the flow. But it's at the end of it when you see all the numbers totted up and you have a clear understanding as to what's going on you feel you definitely feel more knowledgeable about handling the future um it's it's a good exercise what is the number one growth tip now you can speak as a musician as a financial coach
1: Mm. the
0: number one growth tip that you like to use to keep yourself really in tune and on target
1: um I think the number one growth tip is that it's okay if it takes a long time And what I mean by that is there's a little bit of like be kind to yourself, but um, it's okay if things aren't booming in, in your career or with your money as much as you wanted them to be from personal experience as a flute player. I consider myself a little bit of a late bloomer. I think I've gotten the best on my instrument in the past three years after I've been out of school, you know, but, um, but it's, it's okay. If things take a long time, we are self-employed individuals. So it's okay. If it takes a few years to grow your business and build yourself in your career, you don't have to be at the top of your game or hit all your goals the year you're out of school, like be kind to yourself. This is a lifelong journey.
0: And it so de- did well it. i can so attest to that it's a yeah. lifelong journey <laughs> yeah, i mean yeah. the amount of things i've learned in the last five years compared to the previous 20 is massive yeah and yeah. you know some people say oh i'm really there in my 30s actually i can say i'm only getting there now in my 40s
1: yeah
0: yeah <laughs> it is a lifelong journey yeah just take your yeah. time and try and learn as you go along i think Well, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast. And just to repeat your website, it's thefinancialflutist.com. The link will be in the description for the listeners there to click on. And just such a pleasure to converse about this topic. I know it's very brief and we're not going into it as deep as maybe we could in a longer session. But just to open the door and show a shaft of light and let's think about this. What does it mean? What does financial management mean for a musician is a really good thing to think about. So I'd encourage anyone to visit Anna Maria's, um, or sorry, Anna Marie's website (laughs) um, to just get more informed and get involved in that membership. It sounds really good for people who tend to not, you know, they they commit for a short period like a New Year's resolution, but they might slip where this would really keep them on track to be part of your membership. So thank you very much for coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me. My pleasure.